Hi guys and welcome back to the Stoop Tea. So my name is Rosa Enid. And I am Liz Santana. Welcome back. Woo! Welcome back. I know why I'm so hyper. <laughs> <laughs> it's because, you know, we've got some caffeine. I know I did. I had to go to Dunkin' today. I was like, I want coffee, but I didn't want to make it at home. I was kind of lazy today. So I was like, let me uh let me go to Dunkin', drive through real quick and get my coffee before the podcast. <laughs> it's also because I live in New York City and this past week, it was so nice. We were, were moving into that spring weather and I'm just excited because we're going to be moving out of the, well, not moving out of quarantine. I don't want to, well, we're moving out of quarantine. I can say that. I think successful, you know, well, not successfully yet, but we're moving out. We're <laughs> shifting out and, you know, you know, the summer is going to come. People are going to be more outside. Yesterday was my day to like like go buy groceries or catch up on whatever I need in the house. And I was like, I need to go to Beth Bath and Body Works because I had to stock up on my candles because I'm like, I still have like some fall or winter stuff, but I'm like, I don't want that yeah. smell anymore. I need no, to No, you have... want them spring smells. Exactly. I needed to do the candle thing too, because I've been so tired. Like I've been working crazy, as you know, um, mm-hmm. and I'm just so sleepy. Like I know yesterday I did the errands and then today I'm like planning to clean the house and stuff, but I'm so mentally exhausted and tired. And I know that for a lot of people, I know you've been feeling kind of this way too with your job. It's been crazy. Like I know COVID added a whole other element to our job duties, but it's just been on a whole other level of feeling the pressure of working and feeling uh, like you always have to be on top of your game, making sure that your bosses are happy with you and everything like that. Yes. And let's not forget. So the stress of working. So I work half from home, half in the office. I can't get as much done in my home as I got done in the office because I, you know, when I'm home, I have my kids with me. So I tried and, you know, I try to spend time with them. Right. Because I don't want that mommy guilt where I'm like, damn, I'm leaving them still in my mom's house while I'm working. And it's it's not an easy task. You know, you have to focus on work, but then you have the kids making noise in the back or you I have my, my daughter asking me questions about school because she's still remote. So um, it's, it's not an easy task, right? And on top of that, like when I'm in the office, I try to cram as much as I can within a day's time frame. And it sucks because I can't get that much done, right? I just can't. I can't cram five days worth of work into one day. That's just impossible. You can't do that. Um, I like to meet my deadlines. I like to be on top of my game. Like I don't like for people to catch me slipping. Quarantine has not allowed me. It has been really tough for me. And it's been a lot of pressure because I get a lot of pressure from myself because I don't like to be behind. And I also get a lot of pressure from my boss because she needs things done in a timely fashion. You know what I mean? Yeah. I've been feeling like, for example, yesterday was obviously like my day off, but when you're a, I'm a production manager. So when you're in that manager role or a supervisor or whatever, manager like, role in general, just manager, the yeah, word manager, means I feel a like lot of responsibility. when you're off, you're still not off. So there's, there's a lot of stuff that yesterday I had, I wanted to leave early to go get my errands done and then come back home and relax the rest of the day. But right. I couldn't because there's, Literally during the week, I barely have time to sit at my desk and focus on doing something because I always have people coming to me, asking me questions. There's always some shit always happens. Something right. breaks, something, whatever. Some, some Doesn't go happens. right or how you expect it to yes. go or whatever. So I haven't really 
I had time to sit at my desk and do a lot of my office stuff. I have receipt reconciliation to do or production reports. So I was like, I haven't done that part. So I brought it home to do it here. Right. So in the morning, I'm like, it was like you at home, but you're really not at home. You finished work, but you really didn't finish. You didn't. I know so then, that because sometimes I'll be working at 12 midnight because I need I need to meet that deadline or like I'm already behind my the time schedule that they sent me. I know what you exactly. Mean. So instead right. of waking up early and going to do my errands, I had to literally wake up and just start working. And then that took like that took me until like two or three o'clock. Like I didn't leave my house till like three to do my personal errands. I was at Target girl. I'm usually happy at Target. Oh, I love Target. And I couldn't focus like on what I had to buy and stuff because I kept getting texts from work or thinking about work or getting an email. That sucks. Getting questions asked about stuff. So it was like, I remember my boyfriend called me um, to just because I was like, Hey, call me to let me know if there's anything we need that I can pick up. I forgot what he was at. He was questioning a certain, um, product I was buying for like Drano, basically mm-hmm. <laughs> simple shit like Drano. Right. And he kept questioning it so much or asking me stuff about it that I got so pissed. I was like, you know what? You go Bye. Bye. Like I hung up because I'm like, at the same time that I'm talking to him, I'm, I'm getting a text from work with um, my boss asking me questions about someone's rate or something. So I was right. like, you know what? I'll talk to Don't you bring later. work home. <laughs> Don't do that. I know, you know if that- you bring it home physically, do that. That's okay. Okay. Exactly. I get, yeah, I get you, but, but that- don't bring it home and don't let that affect your relationship. Cause that's going to, you know, but I knew it was coming. That's why I said, you know what? I can't talk to you right now. We'll figure this out later. And I hung up. But did you get to say it or that was what was coming? No, I said it. I said it. And then I, I called him like an hour later and said, and hey, like, I'm sorry. This is what I was I, frustrated. Exactly. This is what okay, went down. Okay. Why I reacted the way I did. I'm so sorry. But, I took it out on you. Yeah, but it happens. Work pressures could do that. Even school pressures. Um, For example, my cousin, she's 19. She's part of the, so we're millennials, but she's part of the Gen Z generation. And she is currently 19 and she's in school. And I'm only going to mention her quickly and briefly because I just wanted to say like, she is in school and she works two jobs and she is hustling. But I noticed a mood shift in her, like when she came to visit me. So she was with me this past week. So I noticed like an attitude shift in her a complete attitude shift, like a mood shift. It's just weird because it, for me at least is weird because I'm not used to seeing her that way. I'm used to seeing the little girl that I grew up with that, you know, she's always happy and she takes everything as a joke and she's always like giddy and, 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 and calm and smooth and down to earth. And I, I noticed her a lot more stressed. She works two jobs so that she can maintain herself and she can maintain the kind of lifestyle that she likes. Because mm-hmm. she doesn't expect anybody to give it to her. She was telling me that she feels a lot of pressure and that her moods have been like, she's been having a lot of mood swings because she really, she works 13 hours in a day and she goes to school also. Yeah. So she's like, there's my days are anywhere between 13 to 16 hours. Yeah. And she's like, I'm like beat. She's like, I'm really tired. I feel like I don't have any time for myself. I'm 19 years old. I see my friends going out. I see my friends having a good time and I can't do that. I don't have time to. And it's, 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 um, it's just, just similar, like your work pressure, you know, sometimes we, our moods shift, you know, we don't want to talk to anybody or we get out of work or we, you know, come home and we're just like, oh my God, 
You don't want anything. You don't want nobody to talk to you. You don't want to hear anything. You don't want. You don't even want the phone ring. You don't mm-hmm. even want the freaking steam in your house to start ringing. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See, with me, it happens that I don't. When I'm working, I don't get a lunch break. Like I never take my lunch break because I'm always still working. Like sometimes I'll get so on food. top of like all the pressure. You get hangry. Exactly. So sometimes I'll get food and I'll be eating at my desk, still working, still doing stuff. The one thing that I want when I get home is to have a nice warm meal that I eat doing nothing, not thinking about anything, just relaxing and eating because that's something I don't get at work. Like you don't even enjoy your food at all. It's just like you're eating it super fast or you're eating it while you're working. So it's basically cold by the time you're eating it. Those little things that when you're off, you should try to enjoy. And I don't know if that would help. Same thing with your cousin. Maybe um, when she does get a time off, I'm pretty sure she like doesn't want to deal with. (laughs) She don't want to deal with anybody. She's like, look, I like myself in my room and I just want to sleep. And you want that understanding too, from the people that are around you. I feel like sometimes, um, when you're in a relationship or when you're with family or live with family, they don't understand really the pressures or how, how you feel. feel. I honestly, I have to make so many decisions at work that I don't mm-hmm. want to make a decision when I'm home. I don't want to think like, so, and my boyfriend has this thing that when we eat or plan something, he wants me to decide or make that choice or he'll ask me. And I'm just like, I really literally don't and it's crazy because you would think like something as simple as deciding what you want to eat for dinner. You're just like, can you just, can you just pick? Cause I, I really don't want to, cause you have to, the reaction. Can you, I have, can, you just, can you just pick? Why do I always have to decide everything? Because it's the one time I'm like, I don't want to make that choice. Like I'm tired. Or you just don't, you don't even want to think about it. You don't, you don't even want to think about freaking food. Cause just it make it appear as long as it's warm right. and I don't have to think when I eat it. I'm and good. I don't have to cook it. I'm straight. Right. <laughs> right. It's true. It's true. It really is true. My little cousin, she was saying, cause my aunt, you know, it's just them. So my aunt sometimes doesn't feel like cooking or whatever, you know, she has, she may have a reason. She, you know, she, she works too. She, she wants to rest. And she's like, I just wish I can come home sometimes to like a home cooked meal. And I get so annoyed because you know, she's like, you know, there's food in the house where we could warm up and we could cook or whatever, but mm-hmm. I don't even want to do that. I don't want to, she's like, I don't even want to cook. So she feels the pressure of having to stay um, with her two jobs and in school because she knows that if she's not working, who's going to pay her bills? Yeah. And if she doesn't go to school, how she, right. And if she doesn't go to school, how is she going to pursue her career? It's a lot of pressure. And it's even you, do you, you stick with it, right? Because you're like, well, if I don't work, how am I going to pay my bills? It's not just that. It's like, how do you go back to, because I could get a regular job or I could get a different position, but I'm so used to doing what I Breaking, do now right? that it's like, how do you, how do you make that shift? Instead of making things work my way, I have to adjust to someone else's way of doing things, you know? Well, coming from a person that has, that lives that way, like you, like has it, well, me, I have a job that. I have to listen to people. I have to meet my deadlines. Like I have to do all of that. It's not easy either. You have to deal with different attitudes. Sometimes even my boss is in a bad mood and she doesn't necessarily mean to take it out on anybody, but it's just, it's inevitable, right? Because sometimes when we're in a nasty mood, we take it out on our loved ones. So it's inevitable, right? So sometimes you like it in a regular job, as opposed to in your position, being a manager and working in production, like we have to deal with, 
different moods, different attitudes, because we're not the only ones that feel this way, right? We have other people in our workplaces that feel this way. And then yeah. everybody's really stressed out. Even if I'm a manager, I still have a boss. I, you know, there's always still someone above you. That's the boss. No, of course that gives you like the pressure that you, that you feel managers still feel. And sometimes even, even more like some, sometimes when I have like my, um, line producer or executive in charge saying, telling me to do certain things that I, that in my head, I'm like, why are we doing that this way? I know. I'm like, that's not my boss. That's coming from him because, of pressure he's from his getting boss. pressure right right so it i have that, the same issue yeah that stuff issue. happened and people sometimes don't think about it sometimes they'll be like my boss is an or they no, don't no, understand no. they're no. getting pressured too from i mean right. mind you some people are but they're they're still getting pressure from people too we all get pressure right it just trickles down the line it just trickles yeah. down the pyramid some people can't really cope with those things i feel like millennials have a stronger way of coping or we have like more of a hold if you know what I'm saying, like, or we, we could take the heat a little bit more. We have thicker skin. There we go. That's what we, I was looking for. Well, we've been those. taking it for so long, but doesn't mean that mentally we're good. <laughs> no, it doesn't mean mentally we're good. Cause I could tell yeah. you a lot of people that are going through it. And sometimes even me as a parent, like it multiplies and I don't want to make it seem like, you know, people that don't have children don't get, um, like, I'm not trying to downplay people that don't have children, but I'm just saying like, as a parent, it, that's another job on top of all your other jobs, right? Because you have your job at home as a full-time, like, you know, you have to clean your house, you have to dedicate yourself to your house, but then you have to dedicate to yourself to your work and then you have to dedicate yourself to your kids. So it's like another full-time job. I mean, and as a so, parent, you have like five full-time jobs, basically. Right, you have like, right, right. So, <laughs> and don't get me wrong, like I said, I'm not trying to downplay people that don't have kids because not at all. No, but I understand. the same amount of pressure. I don't feel but, like it's downplaying at all. I definitely understand you. I don't have kids, but I get it. Us millennials can cope a little more and we like have thicker skin because... Like we're, I feel like we're the last generation that lived between the work, the the generation that had to work really, really hard, and then we're also learning with the Gen Z generation of like technology and all that stuff. So we're smack down in between, right? And, and my personal opinion, I like to think, of course, that us millennials are the best of both worlds because mm -hmm. we're ridiculously knowledgeable in technology and all the great stuff, but we're also really knowledgeable in the old fashioned way. And I feel like that comes into play. Like, I feel like in a sense, we are the balance, although yeah. we can learn some stuff, right? We still, we still in the learning process. Yeah. I feel like I have to learn from Gen Z because they're just so like calm and laid back and like, yeah, I was going to relax and calm down. And I'm just gonna, I'm like, how about you want to relax? So come down. <laughs> and they're like, gonna, oh, take life easy kind of thing yeah I was gonna say like I have to learn how to be a little more relaxed and another thing is I'm because I've worked with production assistants who are from right. that generation and I'm not gonna lie sometimes I can't stand working with Gen Z people like why tell me no I offense know. no offense I mean there's stuff I learned from them that I appreciate but there's stuff that I'm like are you freaking kidding me like that's how that's just how it is there's okay so I grew up especially in production, there's a hierarchy that goes with it. Like, you know, right. you start from the bottom, you're a production and you work your way up. and you work your way up, but you always have to respect your boss. I, I grew up learning the saying it's in Spanish, so I'll say it in Spanish, but it's like, si tu jefe te dice amarra la vaca, tu la amarra 
aunque la jaorque, which means like if your boss tells you to tie up the cow, you're going to tie it up however he tells you, even if even you, if you can hang her. the cow, mm-hmm. even if you choke the cow, um, which so I grew up with that mentality. It just means like if your boss tells you to do something, there's a reason and you don't question your boss. You just do it. You, get you it do done. it right. Right. But, and now you have Generation Z who's like, I'll tell them to do something and they'll be like, oh, but why do we have to do that? Or why can't we do this instead? But can we do that instead? I think it's better if we do this. And I'm over here like, I'm not asking for your opinion. I'm asking you to get it done. You know? No, I'm telling you to get it done. And you're I'm telling asking, you to get, you're telling them to get and, it done. And I'm telling you to get it done because there's like they'll question a lot. And I'm like, for example, <laughs> recently I had one one person on the schedule say, Hey, the schedule um is saying that we're coming earlier. Because with the production assistants, I, I have them split in shifts because I, these guys can't do overtime. So these guys, I have some come early, early morning, and then I have some come later so that halfway in the day, you know, I always have however long people are there, that shift is covered with people. Right. Oh, it's saying that we're coming earlier tomorrow, but um, usually like we wrap at this time of the night. If you have us coming this early, we're going to end up in OT. And I was just like, I'm making you come earlier because we're wrapping early tomorrow. You're not going to be here over 12 hours. That's why you're coming earlier. (laughs) Oh, okay. Like, obviously, like, don't question me. Like, I'm an idiot. Obviously, there's a reason why I'm there and there's things that I see or foresee that I know of. And that's why I make certain decisions the way I do. And I feel like a lot of times Gen people that are from Gen Z question it. Sometimes I don't know if it's because they're trying to learn or because, or other times I feel like they're just trying to question you or dictate that they think it should be done a better way. And that's what bothers me about it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Another time I had, this is a different one. Another time I had a girl that I told her, hey, you have to go on a run for crafty, which means they have to go to the store and purchase snacks or food for the crew. So they're like, okay. And I'm working and then I keep seeing her not leave her spot. Like she's still there. I'm like, hey, you have to go on that crafty run. And she's like, yeah, I know. An hour later, I'm like, hey, have you done the crafty run yet? She's like, oh yeah, I did it. I'm just waiting for them to tell me that my cart's ready for pickup. And I'm like- what? She's like, oh yeah, I did it on the Target app to pick up the order. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, that's not what I told you, but all right. In that instance, I was like, okay, I guess she's a little smarter than me. Cause I, when I, when, when I was a production assistant, you literally had to take your shopping cart and go shop. And you physically, <laughs> physically, just saying, physically, physically had to go labor. and do the shopping. <laughs> I've actually one worked in production with you and we had to physically lug like two packs of water back to the production building in Manhattan, which is like the build, busiest freaking place yeah. ever. You can't take an Uber because that's just going to cost you $30 just to take an Uber one block. <laughs> so there's instances where I learned something new from them. Like, okay, I could have done that, but whatever. And then there's other instances where you're like, like shut up and just do what you're told like I'm your boss you know and I don't mean it to sound like or to be rude but it's just sometimes it's just too much like you as a as a manager or supervisor you're getting all this pressure to do things you've had the experience where you've been there done that and you do things a certain way for a certain reason and to have someone that's got 
little to no experience, just come and question why you do things the way you do. Is or kind of like downplay, downplay how you're doing it. It's just frustrating. mm -hmm. And I feel like it's disrespectful because to me, I would never do that to my bosses because they've been around for years and they know exactly why they do the things that they do. You know, production is a job that to get the experience, you have to literally work in production. You do good because of the experience that you have. You go through crazy shit, crazy drama that happens on set and things that you have to fix. And from that you learn and that's how you get to where you are and that's how you grow. Um, It's not like you can learn it from a textbook. Literally, you don't learn this stuff from textbook. You learn it from experience. Right, right. It's something that people just need to come in, appreciate, and just do the work, you know? And, And if you think you can do it better than me, great. Then, then keep hustling, keep working so that when you're the manager next time, you, you make it done your way. Funny, right? funny ish, funny ish. My cousin, me and, so we did like a little road trip or whatever. <laughs> We're coming back and she's like, oh, she's feeding for Chick-fil-A. Cause you know, I don't know if it's a Florida thing or Floridian thing. I don't know. I'm about to criticize Floridians Rosa, and I know you're part Floridian. Okay. <laughs> but I have to say it. Um, she was like, oh my God, here is like, she's like oh my God, this is not like Florida. I'm like, hell no, this is New York. This ain't Florida. Anyway, she's like, I don't like the fast foods anyway. I only like Chick-fil-A and she has like specific, she's very picky. So she has specific fast food restaurants she'll eat at. Anyway, she's like bugging me and bugging me and bugging me. She's like, I want Chick-fil-A, I want Chick-fil-A. So we're on our way back and she sees a fucking big billboard that says Chick-fil-A exit 14 turn left. So I'm fucking pissed off. I'm already driving for like three hours. I want to get the fuck home. And she's telling me she wants Chick-fil-A and I got to get out on this exit in West bubble fuck that I don't know where the fuck I'm at. I was just, I was just, I was, I was, I was going through a lot that day. I had never gone through a Chick-fil-A drive through and I'm looking around and I see that there's a young man standing outside with an iPad and a little curtain. Cause it was a curtain. It wasn't even like a booth. It was a curtain. And she's like, yeah, Chick-fil-A is like so nice. And she's telling me how Chick-fil-A is so effective. Right. And so like tech savvy and stuff like that. And I forgot what she called it. Anyway, I'm like, yo, Chick-fil-A is so cheap because she calls it like a bougie. She says it's a is a bougier version of of KFC and Popeyes. Popeyes. This is what this is how she describes it. She says (laughs) it's it's a bougier version. (laughs) Right. She says it's a bougier version of it. So so I'm driving through and I'm like, this is a I said, you call this bougie? Chick-fil-A can't even afford to put a freaking concrete booth around their people that have to work outside. This little boy is freezing his ass off. So I'm sitting here trying to make my point, right? She's sitting there fighting with me. She's like, no, well, you know, they're very cost effective. And, you know, they have iPads to take your orders when they're going through the drive-thru. So when they don't want to stand outside, they just go inside. And she's like, that's really smart because um, Chick-fil-A takes your order. Now you can't leave or drive through the drive-thru because now you've just paid your money to pay you for your food. And I'm like, yo, the your generation is so effing lazy like so freaking lazy i'm like what the i was like yo you what the hell stops you from going inside and just buying your own food and bringing it out yourself she's like it's more effective and more and and more um easy this way i was like yo the new generation is always looking for the easiest way out or like (laughs) the easiest way to do stuff i ordered it from instacart yo i would be so (laughs) tight like i would have been like I was was so pissed because I was like, I sent you to the store for a reason. And on top of it, like I'm getting charged for this delivery. Like, hello. (laughs) (laughs) How word you just look at that? Like, um, that's not in my budget. All right. (laughs) 
I wasn't counting those ten dollars because I could have. No, my thing was I could have done that myself and not have to tell you to do it. Like, or not not the purpose is like they don't even realize that they're unintentionally knocking themselves off of work because honestly, now if you were another production manager, right, you would bring that up to your higher ups, right, and you would be like, well, I don't need her there. I, I, I can literally get rid of her. Exactly. I can just do that. I can do that myself. I don't need to run another production assistant to go get it. Like what? Her position's out. So sometimes, like I feel like the Gen Z, the Gen Z generation doesn't understand how technology could technology could easily replace them in an instant when they do stuff like that. Not everything can become remote. Not everything can become like not like non person like non personal. Yeah, because then and we stop working as a society. Like, what are we gonna turn into? We're gonna have robots, <laughs> zombies. No, really, the zombies. That's what we're how we're gonna turn into. Like you said, there's things we can learn from Gen Z, and then there's things we can learn from our parents' generation. Like our parents' generation, I think. I feel like we, we're the smackdown middle, though. Yes, but I'm saying if we take traits from both sides that can make our generation golden i think that we grew up seeing that if you want to have a good income if you want to have good money you have to work really really hard that's what we learned from our parents and that's why i think that people like you and i are so crazy and so work obsessed like we're the generation that works not only that but we live in it we live in times where we are prospering in times where Stuff is extremely expensive, like ridiculous expensive. Yeah. So we have no choice but to work so hard, which is why a lot of the times we do stay with the jobs that we have and we stay in careers that we don't want to and we're not satisfied in or that don't fulfill us because of the expensive times that we live in. Yeah. And then you have the Gen Z generation who are a little more relaxed and and do things easier, try to do everything, make they try to make everything easier for themselves. Easier, right. They try to have fun, but also work, you know, and sometimes they, they try to have their jobs be what's fun. Like, so they have like, they work and play at the same time, which is nice. Yeah. But we're all work, work, work. Our parents were work hard. And then on the weekends have fun. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. There's a balance there that we as millennials need to find and embrace so that we don't feel so pressured at work and we take more care of ourselves and our mental health and, and yeah. well-being so we're not cursing our partners out when they ask us what burger we want to eat you know <laughs> we're my, my though correct my, well i like the way she said it she's like the gen she didn't say gen z she's like my generation she's like my generation is cooler because we are looking for the more we're looking what is it fast and effective ways to earn money or like fun and effective ways to earn money this way we don't have to kill ourselves the way you guys do and i'm like I, like I had to stay quiet because I'm like, well, you're right, but still, <laughs> you know. <laughs> but still, get your ass out of my car and go get your own Chick Fil A. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Damn it, we there are some things that I really wish I could take away from this Gen Z generation, and the one thing that I really do wish I could take away from the Gen Z generation is how they are able to process things so calmly, or even if they're not calm and they're like exploding inside, the way they kind of like channel all their every, like everything in, and they're able to like just keep but like okay well we can figure this out kind of thing as a generation where or me for example that i'm just like all over the place i don't don't have time i gotta get this done and you see me like my mind is going at 100 and it's just i do feel like that is a really nice thing 
that I can honestly wish I could have or I could take away from the um, Gen Z generation. But I, I wouldn't change the way I am or the way like you are or the way we were raised for anything in the world. Because yeah. now I'm raising my kids and I'm looking at them and I'm like, just think looking back and reminiscing with my family members. I'm like, you know, when we were growing up, we used to play kickball in the courtyard. And we used to run around in the park and we used to, it was like all of the cousins growing up together and walking down, learning to walk from school together, protecting each other. Like it was more of like a team family effort. Yo, I had a gold childhood. Like Yeah. Like now you have people, they play kickball on their phone, like swiping up. Where <laughs> they, they don't even know what the hell like physical work on kickball is. <laughs> You know how hard that freaking game was? I was always the chunky one, so it was it was always hard for me. But Or I always lost red light, green light, because I was always the slowest with me. It was horrible. There's a lot of good stuff that we could probably take from Gen Z, which is the smart and effective ways and new innovative ways that they are coming up with career alternatives, which is great in a lot of different ways. But also, let's never forget that the reason why these things exist now are because of millennials and are because of the generations before us that have helped us develop and get to where we are. And I'm not saying that new innovative ways are wrong or weird or, you know, like that's not the route that we should take because, of course, um, um, any progress is good progress. Let's never forget to incorporate the hard work that have has been done from generations before them. That's a trait that I wouldn't I would want to teach my son. And he's part of a new generation. And I, I would want to teach my daughter because she's part of another generation than my son. You know what I mean? So they're in two separate generations. And if I could teach them anything good is that from the millennial generation is to work their butts off to to get to where they need to get to and to get what they need. So but, but with from that the Gen Z, said, with the Gen yeah. Z one, it's like work your butt off, but also make sure you Work your butt off, but also make sure you have time for the important things and don't take life or work so seriously. Like things will work out. And if you go with the flow, maybe they'll work out better for us. Who knows? Right, right. That's so true. <laughs> so maybe that's that's that definitely is something we need to take away from the Gen Z generation, you know? And I apologize if you guys kept hearing a little dog whining throughout the whole episode. It's my dog, uh, Charlie. Because <laughs> <laughs> my other dog's downstairs and he's up here. So he's been like crying because he just... He's needy. He needs needy. some loving. He wants all of us to be in the same room together all the time. <laughs> <laughs> so he's like whining but um so sorry if you guys heard that in this episode a lot <laughs> but um anyway with that um we're gonna wrap the episode up I feel like we really vented in this episode I know we I did. did we definitely did I know I know I, I did too I went on a rant <laughs> <laughs> it's okay we hit it we look listen we are here to listen and we're not just here to listen to me and rosa but we're here to listen to everybody's frustrations and everybody's thoughts and opinions on what you guys think when it comes to millennials versus gen z versus work pressure versus school pressure versus generational coping versus everything else yeah. and we're always here to listen so you guys can always at any time email us i'll let rosa say the email later on but you can also dm us on our instagram at the stoop t and you could subscribe to our youtube channel check out our episodes that we're now posting all episodes full episodes right yeah on our youtube and we also have a tiktok um so we're trying to put more content up for you we also plan we have so many plans in the future and we hope 
soon to like start really putting some stuff out there so you guys could um check out our our stuff and 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 really you know get more involved with us and we appreciate you guys listening we're planning a lot of cool stuff for the future and uh we just want to say we appreciate you guys stay tuned there's more to come and again if you want to talk to us tell us how you feel email us at ask us at stoopt.com that's spelled a s k u s at s t o o p t e a dot c o m i couldn't spell today sorry guys <laughs> <laughs> It's like my brain has just been so tired. It's in delay. It's overwhelmed. You're overwhelmed. You need to relax. You need to relax. I will. That's what I'm planning to do uh, for the rest of the evening. So we'll see. But anyway, thank you guys for listening. We love you guys. And we hope you guys have a wonderful week. Bye. Bye. Bye.